I am officially recording. Welcome to the Gaming and Chill, episode number 107. Today we have Jaxus. So we're going to do some icebreakers, talk about some speedrunning and how they how he got started on Twitch, and any upcoming projects. Before all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle and 8-Bit Metal. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So how are you doing today there, Jax? Oh, not doing too bad today, Derek. Uh, still getting over a little bit of a cold, so bear with me a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, doing really good. Doing really good. Very excited to be here today. Well, thank you. It is the cold season. I feel like everybody has kind of got the, the sniffles, the stuffy nose when they wake up and the feeling of, I better not get sick. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely this time of year, and it always hangs around for about two or three weeks for me, unfortunately. But, you know, one of those things you get through. Don't you remember those days? I guess, like, when we were all younger, it was like, I have a cold tomorrow. I don't have a cold. I'm fine now. But now as an oh, adult, God, it's like, be... I've had the cold for a month and a half now. God, to be like 16 again and have just like perfect immune system. Like, no, no, welcome to your early 30s. You're going to get sick. And you're going to stay sick for about a month and a half. And and then it's back in the pile for you. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. So uh, tell me a little about yourself. You, How long have you been on Twitch and everything? So well, let's see. I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary Later this year, I got started back in, let me say, 2017? November 2017, I think, is when I got started. Yeah, because um, I think I've known you for about that long. Uh, That's right. You, by a random Twitch chat. <laughs> yeah. um, and that was before you were a streamer. Um, I think yeah. it was during a Legend of Zelda randomized run. Oh, that... yes, back in the good old days, back when I was still getting my feet wet. Uh, oh, I think it was, was this actually technically before you started, though? Uh, Well, I had started the Zelda randomizer, or Link to the Past randomizer, back, uh, I was watching the tournaments for the longest time, and, and that's that's kind of where the interest started for me. Uh, and then uh, I started trying to officially run, I did, I did a whole lot of just private runs of it, uh, this would have been, I guess, about... October, November, and then I finally launched my Twitch uh, stream, uh, focusing exclusively on me running seeds for, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> for public view. And uh, I mean, I tell you what, I remember my first seed took me four or five hours or something like that. I mean, it was just, you know, you just, you, you play the game casually and, and you know, you, you, you have a casual appreciation for it, but you're never thinking, oh, I got to do this, you know, not only quickly, but... I got to do it randomized, and yeah. then so you, you know you just you go through and you start you know, yeah you, know, you just you have you you have a well again because I I've been playing the game for 
the vanilla game that is for a long time, so I had a pretty good knowledge of where everything was. But then, like I said, you throw the randomized element to it and then throw the speed aspect into it, and suddenly you're like, I didn't know as much about this game as I thought I did. <laughs> so it's, you know, and then it just, you, you just you keep getting into it and and you and you learn more and you evolve. But you know, like I said, I, I uh, like I said, I I started my I think my first seat was right at about four four and a half maybe five hours. I, I've got the recording somewhere. I'd have to go back and dig through it. But yeah, I uh, it, it's come a long way since then for sure. Yeah, because now you've done um, I know you've done uh, Zelda Hyrule Warriors. Uh, oh yeah, that was a fun game. It really is, but it's one of those games where you you put it down for a little while and you're like, hey, "I'm good, I'm good now." And then you did Ocarina of Time randomized, didn't you? Oh yes. Now, I, if I if I were to, it's hard for me to rank my favorite Zelda entries in the series. But see, it's mostly tied to nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Link to the Past is way up there, of course, and then of course Zelda One, which I haven't touched that randomizer yet, which I I should, but I just haven't. And then Ocarina of Time, yeah, that that was a fun randomizer. And and I tell you what, it was a, a really good take on a, on a classic for me. Uh, because the game world is so much bigger. I mean, you're looking at, you know, in Link to the Past, you've got, um, it's it's a big world, but it's not super big. Yeah. It's, not, it's not massive. You get to Ocarina of Time, not only do you have that third dimension coming in, but the world is just so much bigger. And now you're like, oh my goodness, like, one thing here could lead me to a logic stream where I've got to tra- I got to travel way over here to get the next piece in the chain and I mean and you're talking about seeds that go 10 12 14 hours. Now I know there's people that can run it a whole lot faster but see I, I never really knew a lot of the glitches and a lot of the tech that came with it. Oh yeah. So I for me it was just like, you know, ah, bu- 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 bu, you know I'm going to I'm going to take the just the every man's way of going this way, you know, walking from point A to point B. Uh, and, and like I said, just the time really racks up when you do that. And of course I always had to use a map tracker as well. Uh, Ema Saro has a, has a really good one. Uh, she's got a, it's the same one that I use for uh link to the past randomizer, mm-hmm. uh, really, really well put together. And then she also had a, a map pack that was designed for Ocarina of Time randomizer. And so I, I still have to use that anytime I touch it. I mean, it's just because it says, okay, I've got this. I can plug this into my tracker, and that opens up spots X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I, I still haven't gotten to the point I, I can't use it. I have to have it. It's a crutch for me. But, you know, it's good to help keep you organized as well. That way you don't get lost because a game that big, you, you well, certainly can get lost. Easy. Um, I know some of the higher tier uh, people in the speedrunning events and everything like that. They still use it as well. So I'm like, okay, use a map tracker. Um, but actually, I use a different map tracker, actually. I use one uh, called Emo Tracker. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's, that's the same one I use. Oh, okay. I, it's, it's Emo Star. Yeah, Emo Star's tracker. It's, it's you know, she's she's put a whole lot of work into that project. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with Emo. And, um, and she just, she has put so much love into that project. It's absolutely amazing. I mean... She's got her own Discord that's related to it. She's got, you know, tech support with it. Of course, I believe she actually works in in like game design, like software engineering. So I mean, she's she's got the background for it. So she's, you know, I mean, like I said, it's just it's evolved and it's got so many plugins now. Like it's a really good program to have. I mean, and it's oh yeah. I've told her she should charge for it if she could get away with it because it's that good. 
but I don't, I don't think that she ever will. And I mean, you know, and that's just, you know, that's emo for you. She's just, she's always really cool and willing to help out with the community. And she's just an amazing person to be around. Oh, that's I just, mean, that's just her. When everybody uses it at the same time, it's like, if everybody uses it, everybody knows who you are. Uh, oh yeah. It's the gold standard. I, I love the fact that I can switch over to like uh wind waker, randomized, uh, legend, uh, Zelda two, upgrade of time. I think there's a major mask. Super Metroid, Super Metroid Zelda Cross, it's... Oh, man, the, the the randomizer community as a whole has just blown up recently. I mean, there's... It's like everything's got a randomizer. Now, some of them are less polished than others, but, you know, it's a matter of... You know, you, you, you it's something that... It has to evolve as a community. I mean, like, take Link to the Past randomizer. You know, it started out... Um, let's see, who was in on that project? It was Christos Owen and... I forget who else. I, I forget the history, and I should know it. But you know, you had all these people that were that were you know. It started as like a little pet project, and and just it, it just took time and various builds. I mean, right now, Link to the Past randomizer is on version thirty. Oh, yeah. so it's gone through several different changes over the years. And they've added several different modes. I mean, you've got key sanity, retro, inverted. I mean, it's just. But but to, to its credit, Link to the Past. You know, the, the vanilla game lends itself, in my opinion, really well to be randomized. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many different ways to go and so many different routes you can take. It's not, but it's not overwhelming either. See, I think that's one of the, you know, and Ocarina of Time, I think, does a really good job as a randomizer. But because it's so much larger, it's a little bit more difficult to randomize and, and have it be a, like a consistent experience. Now, now, that's my opinion, mind you. It's not, I'm not saying that's gospel truth. Yeah. But that's just, you know, my opinion that, you know, Link to the Past, it's just the right size, and it's just the right dimensions. It's just the right, as far as as far as the vanilla quest goes, that it lends itself really well to be randomized. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, you've got seeds that, um, if you run, like, a standard seed, you can look at a completion time anywhere from an hour to two hours at the worst. You know, it's not like Ocarina of Time, we could be, like, anywhere from three hours to 15 hours. I mean, it's just, it's... Especially like for something competitive, you know, like when you're on like speed gaming and, and things like that, you 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 almost need something that that you can dedicate a time slot to. And you know, speed gaming typically is like two two and a half hours to a slot, so they can you know it, it link to the past is great for like especially for competitive runs in randomizers. Yeah, I, I'll I'll agree there. I think it's the largest. I think speed gaming, um, which is another Twitch channel that you and I are both. I would say avid fans of. Oh my goodness, and I haven't done a good job keeping up with speed gaming, but you know, I remember uh, did, doing a lot of commentary, uh, participating in a couple of their tournaments. I mean, yeah, it's it's a really cool community. You know, they're they they're a lot of good people. You know, it, it's changed a lot since I was last there, from what I hear, because I've I've fallen a bit out of touch with the randomizer scene. I you know I've started you know trying to pursue my own projects and things like that, but. You know, it's still, I, I remember my time there, and, and I really treasure that time, because it was a lot of fun doing, you know, commentary, meeting friends that I still keep up with to this day. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, it's a really, really good community, and and, and very, you know, beginner-friendly as well. There's lots of resources for people that want to get out there and get started on it. I mean, it's just, you know, you've got people that are more than willing to have a handout and a hand up. Oh, yeah. I will 100% agree with that. I think I've done a casual um, commentary with, uh, was it Walthier 4 and SeaTac? And I was actually commentary with um, Zizel Shoff. 
I was about to say, yeah, you uh, uh you, you did I think a casual commentary with Gazelle Shop too. I mean, you know, you we we were talking one time about, you know, as far as like me getting into into Twitch and all that. Uh, Dory or Gazelle Shop, she um she's the reason I really got started on Twitch. When I, I remember uh, this was the fall tournament. I think of 17 mm-hmm. and she had a, a match that uh, I was just, I, w- I didn't even know who she was at the time. I, I just, I was such, I was a casual fan of it. I was watching the matches. I was very interested and she had a seed that was just brutal and, and she, she missed an item. I think it was on um, the ledge. I would in, say uh, in ledge runs. Well, no, it wasn't graveyard. It was up on death mountain and I'm trying to remember oh. what it was, but she just, she was like, four pixels away from seeing what was up there. And I want to say it was Kane of Samaria and it was necessary to complete the seed. And her opponent finished way ahead of where she did. And she just was, I, you know, I could tell she was really, you know, down on herself about it. And so they ended up having to cut off of a speed gaming. So I actually went to her personal channel and, and watched the rest of it and cheered her on and all of that. And, uh, you know, got to talking to her afterwards. And, and from that conversation, that's what propelled me into into speed into actually trying to start on Twitch to stream and try to speed run because I was like you know what you know she she hung in there and she she finished it out and and carried herself really well and you know that it was like inspiring to where I was like you know what I want to do that I want to I want to be in these tournaments I want to even if I don't win or don't do well even at all not that she doesn't do well, she does. But you know, even if you know someone, you know, I, I wanted to get in there and and be doing the same thing. So she was kind of the the point zero for me, uh, the origin where it all started. And so really, that's you know that's why you know, if you tune in my streams, I, I'm always thanking her because she she without her, I don't even know that I'd be streaming on Twitch today. Yeah, um, I would say without the. Legend of the uh, randomizer community. I actually wouldn't have gotten into speed running as is, um, which actually, in a sense, it moved me to do more speed running as a whole. Right. And uh, right now, I actually hold the tenth fastest time in the world for uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Fall or Bloodstained Curse of the Night. Tenth. Oh, was that the world? one? Is that the one that they featured on uh, on AGDQ recently? Am I remembering the right one? Yeah. Like like uh, th- that game? Oh, because yeah. that looked like so much fun. It was like Castlevania meets. Uh, it was like Castlevania like rebuilt it. It was. Like. It was made by the original guy who made Castlevania. Uh, now that's cool. So I actually got into speed running that, and actually um, for a while it was the seventh fastest. Then I got bumped down to tenth for uh, no out of bounds any percent casual and. That's still one of those like, yeah, tenth fastest in the world, but there's a lot of people trying. <laughs> hey, then, that's cool. That's awesome. Uh, then I actually have like a world record for uh, grow clay. Granted, really? Yeah, uh, it's about a four minute world record. Very um, nice. I know, but <laughs> it, it's I, I do have to add the asterisk. Literally, no one else has ran it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Doesn't matter if there's only one. You're still number one. That's the way I look at it. But I mean, it just like to to build on that point, though, it's like that's what's to me. That's what's so cool about speedrunning. It's such a diverse community, and yeah. and the thing is, like, and and you know, it's like 
you know, people that might casually watch it, like people at home be thinking, you know, oh my goodness, I could never do something like that. And, you know, like, like, well, like to bring it back to, to link the past randomizer, you might never be Christos Owen or, or, you know, TGH or anybody, but you know what? You can still get in there and compete. And it's, it's a nice thing. It's to take a, a, this might be a really out there analogy, but, um, you're familiar with golf, right? I yes. mean, the game of golf. I've seen okay. it. Okay, so I always thought speedrunning is like golf. You've got people that make a living doing it. I mean, you've got like you know your Tiger Woods, your Phil Mickelson, your your people that are just they are they are gods on the course. I mean, they can do anything. Can can hit the most crazy shot that you've ever seen, mm-hmm. and and can get in there and just and just do really well. Well. But you've also got people in golf that just play it just for fun. You know, you go out with your buddies on the weekend. You have a couple of beers. You you, you play around, and and you know it, you're not out there trying to to be the next Phil Mickelson. You're just trying to be out there just having to have fun. Yeah. Well, speed speed running is a lot like that. You have people who are just amazing. You've got your Christos Owens, your TGH. You've got you know. Your your PJs, your you've you've got these people that are just so amazingly good that put their heart and soul into speedrunning. We're talking thousands of hours of practice, and they're just amazing at what they do. But you don't have to be PJ De Cesare. You don't have to be Christos Owen. You don't have to be TGH. You don't have to be Feasel. You don't have to be these guys. You don't have to be Caleb Hart. You know, Caleb Hart, he's, he's a Mega Man oh, expert. No, he's held Caleb the world record for a long time. He's really good. I mean, I, he's he's one of the few I originally you know started following. He's he's a really really talented runner. Oh yeah, I, I I've seen his stuff and I like his stuff. Mega Man, yeah. is his game. Exactly. I mean, and he's just put the. Hang on, I got. Well, come here. Come here. Oh, I, before we got the interview started, I told you I've had Streamcat longer and I've had my wife. She's like the unofficial mascot of the channel. Hey, you know, Stream Kitty is important. Oh, she's extremely important. So I guess she'll sit up here and we'll have her for the rest of the interview. But um, but but the point I was making is that, you know, you know Caleb Hart and, and those guys, you know, they're all amazing at what they do, but you don't have to be those people. You know, you can... You can pick up your game and just try to beat it as fast as you've ever beat it before. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you really like playing uh, Link to the Past vanilla, do it. Try to beat it as fast as you can. You know, and and the thing I think the thing that's so cool about speedrunning is that, you know, there are competitions and things like that. But at the end of the day, you're you're kind of competing against yourself. The idea is that you're on this journey to improve yourself, to get those faster times, to get that you know to nail that one trick you've been trying to nail for ever and I'm it's the biggest... ice palace bomb jumps <laughs> yeah no exactly right <laughs> I, I well and that's its own story we can get to that one in a minute but yeah um just you know just trying to get those those tricks nailed and those times down you know you're competing against yourself mm-hmm. and you do not have to be just this ultra alpha gamer to speed run anybody can do it and you don't have to be good you can get better but you know that's part of the beauty of it. Yeah, you, you're just constantly evolving, and it's it's a journey for you. It's like it's like you know, it's for like me anything. when I first started. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, it's like anything. Like you hear cosplayers talk about their first cosplay, and it's like, yeah, it was just like really simple, and it's like cool. And then you realize, so what are you doing now? It's like, oh yeah, I am 
Jessica Negri, Yaya, Yaya Yan, uh, you know, all these other big names. And you're like, oh, and your first cosplay was cardboard boxes and cloth? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, like it's... you're saying, is speedrunning is it's you're not going to pick up the controller for the first time and be godlike. You're not going to be an a rank not. runner. Never. But never take um never get down on that because at the same time you're going to be continually building on your time um, exactly you're, you're it's a journey and that's that's the way i would tell people to look at it it's a journey you're going to start and you're going to you're going to you're going to you might be like oh my goodness that was awful that was terrible i'm never doing this again that was a five-hour run what am i doing wrong and then you know what then you'll come back you know you'll 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 lick your wounds and you'll come back and you'll say, oh, you know what? I'm going to try it again. And guess what? This time it might be four hours and 15 minutes. Okay. We've got some improvement. So you keep practicing and suddenly you're like, Hey, I'm at three and a half hours. Let's see if I can break three hours on a seed. Like, like just, just taking like, you know, randomizer for length of past. Yeah. Let's see if I can be three hours on a seed. So you work towards that goal and you keep like, you're, you keep fine tuning everything. And you're like, okay, I can do this better. I can do this better. Suddenly you're like, Hey, I just beat three hours. I finished the seed two hours, 45 minutes. Let's see if I can do two and a half hours. So then you go and you keep working at it and you keep working at it. And you're like, hey, two hours and 29 minutes. All right, we just got it. Now let's see if I can do two hours and 15 minutes. So you keep working at it. You keep working at it. You keep working at it. And suddenly you're like, hey, I got two hours and 15 minutes. I might be crazy, but what if I go for two hours and you just keep going at it? And it's just like, it, it's such this, this, there's such a high that you get when you finally beat that goal that you're chasing. And that to me, that is what's fun about speedrunning. It's that, that setting a goal and working towards it and getting it. That's what's so cool about it. Right. Never mind that world record runners are running it an hour and 15 minutes, an hour, you know, something like that. It's about that personal improvement. And that's what's so cool about it. As long as you're having fun, that's the important part. Um, exactly. If you stop having fun, like I, I, I'll, um, I'll give you an example. I, I tried to run uh, Link to the Past Vanilla, no major glitches, mm -hmm. uh, and and loved it. But the reason I started running that is I was running rando, and I was like, Ugh, I, I cannot get consistently below an hour forty-five. Now, bear in mind, some seeds you'll never get below an hour forty-five. No. You got a pedestal seed, you. I mean, you might be able to, but boy, you, you better be on your A game. You better have all the tricks in the book ready to go to be able to do that. Right. So I, but I, I kind of plateaued out and I was feeling very frustrated and I was like, I'm not really improving. You know what? Stop. It's not being as much fun as it used to. Let's try something else. Let's try something a little bit different. So the idea is that you, you know, if you get to that plateau, mix it up a little bit. You know, try something a bit different. You know, if you're if you're strictly in Link to the Past Randomizer, try a Key Sanity Seed. Try an Inverted Seed. You know, the idea is that you don't want to get so frustrated. You're just like, ugh, I'm, I just don't want to do it anymore. Because then you start doing that. You know, you take the fun out of it. Yeah. You might as well not be doing it at that point. But you, so, so freshen it up. Do something a little different. You know, try a totally different game if that's your bag. Oh, you know, yeah. if you want to try something totally different, go. Go for it. Oh, you know? yeah. Just, but just, you know, you always got to keep it fresh. Yeah. And especially if you're going to stream it. Because um, I know a lot of speedrun people who speedrun and actually end up streaming it as well. Mm -hmm. Don't get trapped in that. But people join me for Link to the Past. And if I switch from Link to the Past, they'll never join me again. It's like, well, 
Maybe. But here's the thing. Maybe not. Maybe, you know, because I can speak from example. Um, I used to play Guild Wars on my stream. Um, mm-hmm. And I had people join me specifically for Guild Wars. But I beat all four campaigns in a, in a while and for what, like six, seven weeks. And I was like, okay, I'm done with Guild Wars. I don't want to speed run it. I don't want to grind out and be the best there ever was because uh, that's not my thing. And so I stopped playing it. And I have neither seen nor height nor hair of them. And that's okay. Because maybe if you pick up that new game, maybe if you pick up that new speed run, you're like, you know what? Nobody has tried to speed run Kirby Dreamland. Maybe you'll find somebody else who is also like, oh my god, someone else runs Kirby. Wow. And you'll make that new connection. You'll meet new friends. Um, Absolutely. first, First and foremost, like, and I think you would all agree on this uh, aspect there, Jax, of friends first, followers second. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I 100% agree with that. You know, uh, speaking from personal experience, you know, I have, a, I have a core group of people that are just, they support me no matter what I do. They're amazing people. I mean, you know, like, like for instance, you know, I, I met you and Doug, and you guys have, have been with me for long time you know i've got uh gazelle shaft you know very good friend of mine uh dragon strike 1988 another good friend of mine uh unknown availability really good friend of mine and he and i have, have tackled several projects together and it has been you know you you you, you don't want to having a lot of followers is great don't don't get me wrong now i'm sitting at like 238 so i'm not saying i got a ton of followers but like compared to where i started yeah it's really building but it's those friendships that are important. You know, you want to make sure that you always are, you know, when you're stream, focus on the people who have been there for you no matter what. Those, that's the people you're streaming to. Exactly. You're streaming for your friends. You're streaming for your self-expression. You're streaming because it's fun to do. And the followers will come. They'll, they'll come in time. And, and the thing is, you know, if they don't stick around, that's okay. That's that's their choice. They're on Twitch. They're they're trying to find their own experience, and that's okay. Right. You know, you don't want to look at it as oh, I have to have this many followers or I'm not successful. I have to have many this many subscribers or I'm not successful. I mean, if you're doing it for a living, it's one thing because it's your job. But you know, it's like in my case, it's not my job. It's right. it's a side gig, and I make enough money to like you know fund my gaming habit, which is nice. You know, like it's it's great. I don't have to if I want to go out and buy a new Switch game. I don't have to tap into my you know personal finances. I can tap into my stream account. You know, and and usually I'll I'll use that and I'll 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 play it on stream. It's like a reinvestment of sorts. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's you know when you're you were just at the basic level, which I. I that's where I'm at. I feel like I'm at just the basic entry level. I have no uh, delusions or grandeur that I'm going to be the next ninja. No. It's just not going to happen. And it's okay. I'm perfectly fine with that. But, you know, it's it's just a matter of, you know, just treat it, you know, it goes back to you know, cater to the people that have been there with you for thick and thin. The new people will come and don't sweat it if they if they decide not to stick around. That's okay. They're doing their thing. You focus on your thing. Exactly. And 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 the and it will just slowly accumulate. And you'll pick up people along the way. You know, you like you said, you'll pick up new friends. You'll pick up people that'll be like, hey, I really like watching him stream that. I want to follow him a little more often. I want to join his Discord. I want to get to know him a little better. And you you'll pick one here, one there two here maybe 
and it just builds and builds and builds and that's how you get a community going yeah. and that's to me that's the cool part is having a bunch of people to get together just to talk about what we all love which is gaming of all kinds you know whether it's speed running or you know content or whatever it is that's it's a it's a mutual love that we all have exactly i'll 100 110 agree with that of it's a lot of people and I'm going to be honest and say I did it at first as well and, you know, didn't pro didn't, uh, didn't grow because of it, but I was worried too much about followers for a little while and eventually it was like, mm, okay, thought about, I, I actually entertained the idea of giving up streaming, but I was like, uh, I'll stream for my friends and started, I, I started playing games with Doug on stream and then started picking up other people and playing with them as well. And I, I tell you what, there's nothing more entertaining than playing a game with friends. And I think that Absolutely. even goes into speedrunning of, yeah, you're you're trying to improve yourself, but you know, there's there's also that friendly race, like um, like when I, when I commentated on the friendly race, it was like, yeah, they're 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 racing, but they're still friends. Like you're still like almost like uh, you're still competing with your friends at the end of Absolutely. all things. At, you know, you, you end the seed, everyone's done, and then you just you sit back and laugh about, oh, man, did you see how I failed that bomb jump, you know, seven times and died and had to redo Ice Palace? Good times. And oh yeah, it's those things that bring people together. Um, like, I, I've seen, the number of times I've seen the same faces on speed gaming for Zelda, randomized. And it's like, oh, okay, then you go and look at you know the discords it's like oh they're they're actually friends they mm-hmm. they actually know each other personally it's it's the, it's that it's that which is important um building those connections and not just for the sake of connecting with people to maybe further your cause but it gives you more people to to lean on to talk to who will lean on you um well exactly it's that support group that you're looking at you know you've got like um you know, and, and the thing is, friends will always push each other to do better. I mean, they'll do it gently, usually. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's a matter of, you know, you you're, you are always striving to improve one another. Not just yourself, but you're striving to prove your, improve your friends as well. And they're doing the same for you, usually. Uh, give you a good case in point. Uh, when I was in the uh, spring tournament of 2018, uh, Corality, another good friend of mine, mm-hmm. he, um, he was like my coach. And he would always be like, now, now Corality, he, he's funny because he has a very dry sense of humor i believe so like he you could you could think he's like cutting on you but he's really just he's he's you know friendly you know he's he's just trying to you know push you to be better and you know he'd say like you know you know like you know what the you know what you know you you, you should you should be doing this instead and just you know but it's it's a matter of you know he's still pushing me to do better he's, he's pushing me to improve and if i was ever down and i was like God, i just am not doing this right you know, he still, he still was there as far as, you know, it's okay. You know, try this. You're going to do better. But, you know, Corality was a was very good, you know, rock for me to lean on during the spring term. I mean, I had a lot of others as well, but Corality kind of, he got the unofficial title of my coach. He was the Mr. Miyagi that, of it. He, he basically, yes. But he was like the Mr. Miyagi for me. And, and it was really helpful, you know, because there would be times I just would be down on my luck after a loss and just like, oh, God, I can't do this. And he's like, no, you can you can do this. You can absolutely do this. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then, like I said, you know, uh, Gazelle Shop, she was also there. A lot of moral support, uh, you know, 
she was kind of an unofficial coach as well. She's actually the one that taught me how to do the Ice Palace bomb jump uh, on stream, mind you. I was live streaming at the time, and I was like, I was like, I, I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. And she's like, hang on, let me send you something, how to do it. So she sent me this little little uh, the image, and it was like a diagram. Yeah, it was like a little diagram. I was like, okay, I think I can do that. And so I kept trying and kept trying. I was like, oh, my God, I got it. I did it. And and actually learned on stream on camera, so that was that was really cool. But yeah, it's just you know it, it's a matter of you know you, you it goes back to like I said you know your friends are always going to push you to do better and and they're always going to push you to improve, but they're also going to be there for you know when you when you're down on yourself because you're just you're you're feeling like you just can't do it anymore. They're the ones that you know pick you up and dust you off and say get back in there and keep going because you can do this. Yeah, I mean and. Even even there's those points of, like I, I'm actually not able to attend a lot of your streams because of time differences and stuff like that. But it's like I still swing in and go, hey, how's it going, and still stick around for a little bit when I can. And absolutely, it's it's, well, it's... even that support. It's it's important. And I know that I can me like message you on Discord and go, hey man, like hey, what's going on, you know, and actually have a conversation. A lot of people absolutely. tie friends with presence and so you mean like to you mean like that. gifts or are oh, you yeah. talking about like let me explain that one of my friends are so taking streaming my friends aren't in the stream so they must not be my friend it's like mm, not so not yeah so that's at a, all. that's a very difficult thing to get past sometimes it really is because you, you you start you get to a point in your streaming career when you're like you start and everybody does it i believe you're, you start thinking oh i'm not i don't have as many viewers as i did it must be something i'm doing wrong mm -hmm. it must be something i'm not you know and maybe you know maybe these maybe they're, they're just not they're not they're not my friends anymore like you said and and the thing that's sometimes hard to remember is that a lot of us we we still have our own projects that we'd like to do from time to time. And I think you're you have to try to remember and it's not easy to do. I'm not gonna say that it is easy to do by oh God, no, any stretch of the imagination. But you have to remember that we're all we still have our own projects to do. We you have to be able as friends, you have to be able to provide that level of support, but that level of independence as well. You have to be able to say, like, okay, you know, they're their own person. They're gonna they have their own things they wanna do doesn't mean they're not your friend anymore. They just have their own things they want to do. And, you know, they'll come by. It's like it's like you coming into my stream or me popping even into your streams. You know, it's like, you know, we have our own projects we're doing, but it doesn't mean that we're, just because we're not in our each other's streams 24-7, that we're not friends. And that sometimes that's a very difficult distinction to make. Oh, I think, but, it's, I think it's harder than the actual streaming. <laughs> I would, I would, I would grant you that point for sure. I, I, so, but you know, it's, I was like, I was, and, oh, go ahead. I don't know what I was just saying. And all of this, like, I, I, I hope that there are people out there listening that are that you know have, have been thinking about getting into streaming. Yes, Streamcat, I will let you out. I think, that's okay. I think oh, Kitty agrees. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> but um, um, she, uh, well, as far as you know, people out there that are getting into streaming, well, come here. Streaming, you know. If you're out there and you are wanting to get into streaming, you know, I hope that you understand, like, like use this knowledge that we've all been there, done that. You know, if you are out there streaming and you just think, oh, I can't do that, get you a microphone, get you a camera, or get neither. You don't have, you don't even have to have both of those to stream. Mm -hmm. you, know, so, you know, Twitch is free to sign up for. 
Yeah. Get you a Twitch account. Start streaming. You never know. I mean, you know, and, and I remember when I was, when I first started out, and I'm sure you remember as well, I'm sure every Twitch streamer can tell you this. When you start out, you're going to be streaming to zero people a lot. Oh, yeah. And oh, that's yeah. okay. That's normal. That is perfectly fine. Lord, I still have times when I'm streaming to maybe one or two viewers. Oh, yeah. One of those viewers is, is you know, my, maybe my mom or my wife. Because they do, they do watch my stream from time to time. Hey, so it's okay. You know, you just, it's okay. You're, you're going to, you know, don't, don't do it strictly for the number of views and number of people watching. Do it because you love doing it. And people will gravitate to that. I think that the vast majority of people on Twitch, they like watching streamers that love what they do. It's much more fun to watch. I mean, granted, some people like to watch people that just are world record grinding. And that's okay. There's not a thing wrong with that. But I, I like to think most people like to see somebody that's having a good time, sharing something they're passionate about, something yeah. that they love, and, and something that they can talk to about with their viewers. You know, it's, again, it's a matter of, you know, sharing a common passion. That's what you need to go for. And like I said, if you start when you're streaming to zeros, that's okay because soon you're going to be streaming to one, and eventually you'll get to two, yeah. and it just it'll grow slowly but surely, and you'll you'll get there, and and just know that that's normal and that's okay. And I would venture to say that find you a find you a, a stream buddy, um, find somebody who will be honest about hey maybe your volume's too loud maybe you're maybe try this maybe do this find you a stream buddy that will be there for a little while um you know I, i've had friends that started streaming and i'm like yeah okay I'll, I'll hang i'll come hang out in your chat for a little while and i i would actually schedule that into my schedule like i'd go okay tell me your tell me your stream schedule so that i can sit down with your stream and say that is what i'm scheduled to do and say I'm, nope i'm not doing something else because i'm in here because mm -hmm. it's that it's almost that starting seed of it's someone to talk to if that makes sense well um, and you've got that feedback too and that's the thing I, you know you always have to you know like you said have you a buddy that's going to tell you you know okay you're right your, your your volume is okay but you know your 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 image is off or yeah. you know maybe you know adjust these settings to try to to try to fine tune it so that you do have a good product at the end of the day you know cuz you know i'm i'm i've not that mine's super high quality, but I do value quality. And and you have to be open and receptive to that feedback. You have to be able to say, you know what, I, I don't know everything, and I I, but I want a good stream. And and people will tell you, and and some of them are not as good about providing feedback as others because they'll be like, oh, this is terrible. But just still look at it as feedback. Say, okay, well, let's get it fixed. Always try to have that positive outlook on it. You know, what's what's the next? You know, what what do I what settings do i need to tweak and and i even tell my the people that are in my stream i'm like you know if something is off tell me so i can fix it exactly. you know if you don't tell me what's wrong then how can i ever fix what's wrong exactly um i think we should move on to the next topic of upcoming projects but before we do any of that this stream this uh, podcast is also brought to you by 8-bit metal this episode of the gaming control podcast is sponsored by 8-bit metal are you a heavy metal fan? What about retro gaming and game collecting? Look no further than 8-Bit Metal. They're a mixer streamer focusing on positive, fun content. So head on over to mixer.com slash 8 underscore 
bit underscore metal. That's mixer.com slash 8-bit metal. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Back to you. Okay. So, we talked about speed running. We talked about how to choose what you run. Uh, I think we've absolutely hammered that into the ground. So, do you have anything upcoming that you're working on, like upcoming streams that you're wanting to work on, or any other super secret ultra projects? Because everyone has a super secret ultra project. Oh, we've got a few super secret ultra projects. I got one big one, and don't let me, I, I definitely want to touch on that towards the end. But, um, uh, you, of course, anybody that's followed me for any length of time knows that I am a huge Zelda fan. A little. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> well, it, all you got to do is look at the name of my Discord, look at my, my, the prof, my profile avatar on Twitch. I mean, yeah, you, you could tell I'm a massive Zelda fan. I haven't played every game in the series, however, something that I, I, I is a bit of an embarrassment for me because, you know, back when I was like in high school and college, I was playing, I played Final Fantasy XI online for four years, played at a very high level, was in, you know, number two Link Shell or North American Link Shell on the oldest server uh, for World of Warcraft, held uh, four different world records for Hunter for a long time, uh, you know, and, and it was great, but I missed so many of the basic console entries that came out. The only one that I played, like from the GameCube and, and Wii era, was Twilight Princess. I missed all the Game Boy entries. I missed Game Boy Advance entries. I missed uh, the DS entries, except for Link Between Worlds. I did pick that oh, one up. Such eventually. a good one, isn't it? Well, because it's Link to the Past Part 2. Well, yeah, and I think that's why I liked it so much. I mean, some people are like, ah, it's just a, it's just a, knockoff copy updated flashier version of link to the past and it's like no no it's really not it's it is it shares a lot of elements with link to the past so you've got that nostalgia bridge but it's its own game it's got its own you know physics it's got its own you know its own special thing. parts that make it work you know it's got it's got the fact that you can you're in a 3d game but you can convert to a 2d plane i mean it's just not, if you haven't played it i don't want to spoil too much of it for you but you know, for people out there listening, but you know, it's it's one of those that if you have avoided it because you think it's just a link to the past knockoff, do yourself a favor and play it because it yeah. is an absolutely amazing entry. It is a standalone entry in its own right. It is a wonderful game. It is definitely among my favorites. Now, granted, and Gazelleshaft gives me crap about this a lot, but but saying that you know, I'm like, oh, you say everything's your favorite. It's like, well. For different reasons, you know, I, I have certain entries I like for this, and I say, "Oh, this is my favorite because of this." But you know, I try to have like a, a hardcore list of absolute favorites, and I would definitely put Link Between Worlds on that list. It's not maybe the favorite, but it is definitely in my top three. I mean, it is just it is just a, a everybody needs to do their, themselves a favor and play it at least once. Okay. And I do plan on streaming a playthrough of that here at some point. Now the problem is it's a it's a 3DS game, so I had to find an emulator for it. I can't take my 3DS and play it because I, in order to do it, I'd have to spend like you know six, seven hundred bucks that I don't have right. to be able to stream it. So I've got an emulator I'm using, which, you know, as far as emulators, my personal policy is that I try to make sure I, I purchased the original copy. Oh, if yeah. if I don't have it at that point, make sure I purchase it at some point, just so I can be like I can say, you know what. I am still supporting the developer. I'm still supporting Nintendo and what they do. But if I want to play it for people, I have to be able to 
share that game. And the only way I have to do that is to emulate it. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's one of those, and you're kind of treading that fine line on piracy there, but at the end, you know, so that's why I say, you know, make make the effort to support the developer. And I think that's that's no matter what you, you play, what you do, you should always make an attempt to support the developer because they're not doing it for charity. They, they may do it because they love what they do, but they're still doing a job and they still need to get compensated for that. So, you know, you should always try to, to support your developers because they're, you know, they're, they're, they're the reason that you're enjoying that game in the first place. If, if they had not put in a lot of work on that project, you wouldn't have a finished product to play. Agreed. Agreed. So, but getting back to it, you were saying like, um, you know, what secret projects we got, you know, I, I definitely want to do link between worlds at some point. Uh, what I'm doing at this point in my stream is I am attempting to polish off the entries that I have never played in the series. I had never touched any of the Game Boy Zeldas, and I took, uh, uh, I had to emulate them as well and, and then buy physical copies. But uh, I, I played through all four. I played through Link's Awakening, Oracle of Seasons and Ages, and the Minish Caps. aren't they? Oh, they were, they were so good. I mean... I've got to give it to Capcom for for helping out on a lot of those. They put out a really good product. Like or, Oracle like, and Ages and Seasons, uh, more so Ages. One of my all time favorite Zelda games. <laughs> I, I I disagree with you slightly in that I like Seasons a little bit better, but Seasons was more combat oriented, more action oriented, which I think is more my alley. Ages, I I rode the struggle bus on several puzzles, and I was like, uh, catching my head. What now? What do I do? And it, and it was frustrating at a lot of points but then you've also got that thing when you finally figure out a puzzle you're like aha gotcha i wish so it's, you got that high that comes with that too i wish they had not dropped the third entry of oracle of secrets i would have loved that oh that would have been so good well in the keeping with the triforce you know uh the aspect of that lore you know you've got the three parts you got power wisdom and courage and you've got uh you know i mean you've got the three goddesses that go with it you know you've got din for power and 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 who was the the centerpiece of seasons and you got Nehru um, for wisdom and then um, you know uh, her being the centerpiece of ages and then what they I know what they did is they had to have Ferrari in there to act as a bridge but it would have been nice to have Ferrari have her own entry I, I agree but I as I was reading through the development notes on it after I played it uh, so that I wouldn't get spoiled or anything but yeah they had like a they had that third entry but because of limitations with like the consoles and all that and the password system that bridged all the entries, they just couldn't do it, which is kind of a shame. I would love to see them come back and try to re-release that at some point or try to redo that and add that back in, you know, maybe now with, you know, with especially like with the switch, you know, having such a higher capability of playing, maybe at some point they could do that. So, um, uh, Shigeru, if you're listening, uh, Miyamoto-san, you know, just, that would be really nice. Please, pretty please. What if? You no. Know, oh, if only Miyamoto son was no, listening. No, no. Oh God, if Miyamoto, if Miyamoto was listening, I'd lose my mind. But I was. Gonna oh, say, but he's the godfather of it, so it's like you have to. You'd be like, oh my goodness, that's short aside, real quick. But if I ever had a bucket list item, I would love to meet Shigeru Miyamoto. I really would. Just to just to thank him. I'm sure there he probably has millions of people that feel the same way. But it's just like Mr. Miyamoto son, if I could just. If I meet you, I just want to shake your hand and say thank you because you've given me so much joy. Exactly. I was going to say, it would be <laughs> neat if they put uh, Oracle of uh, Secrets on the Switch and it was basically both games rolled into one. Well, or, or I would almost like, like to see it story. have its own... Well, I'd almost like to see it have its own, you know, 
um, not like a necessarily a blend of gameplay, but maybe have its own aspect. Because, you know, the thing about the Triforce is that the Triforce embodies three aspects. They're not joined necessarily, although they can sometimes coexist. And, and the idea is that if you balance all three, that's what the ultimate power is, to balance all three aspects. Mm-hmm. Few people are able to do it. Even Link, as the hero, is really, he's the embodiment of courage. And then you've got, you know, Zelda is the embodiment of wisdom. And then Ganondorf, or Ganon, is the embodiment of power. So it's, it's you know, I, what that is, it's a, it's a, and I'm probably doing a terrible way uh, idea of, of, of explaining it, but I would like to see, if it's a third game, I'd like it to have its own aspect, because I think it goes back to the lore of the Triforce being that you have three vastly different traits. Mm-hmm. So it's, if it's going to be the embodiment of courage, it needs to have its own style, its own gameplay its own thread you know maybe not action maybe not puzzles maybe something totally different okay so you know idea then why not have it uh have linkle and almost have almost a (laughs) almost in a sense from the old top-down perspective but have it more focused on a different side story basically but equally as maybe do that well first you had um, you had Onyx, uh, and uh, Vera. What if you did something with like uh, Vatu or something? That would actually uh, be kind you, of a cool. You maybe could do that. Um, of course, I know like Vati was was more Vati of the he right was the Vatu was uh, Avatar of the Last Airbender, Korra. So you know, uh, it's I'll forgive you that one. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, Vati, you know, being like. Uh, we could do that, but Vati, I think, is his own villain in a way because you know he was sealed inside the Four Sword, and um, he, he's kind of he has his, his own uh, villain arc, I guess you would say. There, there he's because he's separate from Ganon. He's totally separate from Ganon and oh, no, from I Demise and from Calamity Ganon. He's totally well. Least a time period between when he gets the power and when he's sealed. Mm-hmm. There is a time you span. Can... I think they could do a story right in that spot. Maybe have the Minish as part of it, as because they're a secret to everything. So it's kind of like a, yeah, this is not Minish Cap, but we're gonna have some Minish stuff in it, and it's Linkle. You, I think if you, I think those... that they could do that. I think you could. So. But uh, you know, it, it, uh, one more note on that though. If and this is bear in mind, this is strictly my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look at the timeline, you've got ages and seasons that occur in the Hero's Downfall timeline. It occurs far after the events of Ocarina of Time, uh, Link to the Past, uh, Link's Awakening. It, it happens later. I, I, it happens before Zelda 1 and Zelda 2, mm-hmm. as far as, like, in the, in the, in the story mm-hmm. timeline. Uh, I think you, if you wanted to do it really well, that you would have to have the game occur at that same time frame. So I don't know how... You could definitely tie the Minish in there, I just don't know exactly how you would do it, but I think if you were going to do it properly, you would want to do it in the same time span, in that same time slot as, you know, occurring at the same time as Oracle of Ages and Seasons. And, and, and have it be that third aspect, if you will. They, they'd have to go back and redesign it, though, if they were going to make it like we're, like you said, if it was Link. You know, if they did a separate hero, they could kind of do their own thing, but okay. I don't know. It would be interesting to see for sure. And I think that it, it's like your idea is certainly not a bad idea. Like at the, they could make a very good game based off of that. I think. Mm-hmm. I just know that if if I were had my personal spin on it, I would want it to be you know taking place at the same time as Ages and Seasons. But again, strictly my opinion. Here's a, here's a wrap up thought. 
what if it is Linka, but basically she is setting things up in the timeline so they actually can happen. Ooh, that would be almost like a time corrections agent almost. Um, that would be interesting. I don't know how you would work that, but you could definitely flesh that one out. That'd well, be interesting. If she's an agent for Theora, and she has her own storyline, but it's like, she doesn't, Linkle doesn't realize what's going on, so she, in a sense, slips between Zelda games, making sure that the events happen the way they happen. So, you, you arrive at, you know, Child Link, and Link's not there. So you have to figure out why Link isn't there and then go, oh my god, it's because if things go the way they go, he dies in Deku Tree. He dies there. So, like, just take a little bit of things and, like, almost think, think like, um, if you're a fan of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, take, like, that idea of correcting time so that it happens the way it does. And Link is none the wiser. You want to hear something funny? It almost sounds like, uh, like in World of Warcraft, Burning Crusade, when they introduced the Bronze Dragonflight, um, you know, in like Caverns of Time dungeons, and you have to go back to various like key points in history because uh, what what was happening was uh, there were there was a the um, I think it was the Twilight Dragon, no, one the Twilight Dragonflight, but it was it was there was a different group that was at work. I think it might have been the Infinite Dragonflight that that were trying to to break time. They were trying to make sure like certain key events in Azeroth's history did not happen. So they were going back, and, and part of your job was to go and thwart their plans so that the timeline would happen as intended. Now, the thing is, you got if you're going to do that, you have to be so careful because then you've got, you know, multiple timelines, and, you know, uh, uh, you know you, you got to bring string theory into it, and it just, uh, it, you can really open up a can of worms on that because then you basically got the idea of, infinite timelines infinite you know multiverses it, it just or, you have to be so careful but if it's well executed it could be done really well or, or but you just actually ties mm, up all the loose ends and brings all of them back to one timeline kind of like something that would happen you know before breath of the wild but after the events of all of the three of the of the splits oh, something yeah. like that oh yeah like that way she brings them all together and there before we fixed all of it and go well it was Nehru. Or it was uh, Feora. It was all everything was a secret. It was a secret machination of hers. That would be very interesting to say the least. Like I said, you'd have to be so careful how you did it. But you could, if you did it well, I think you could do a good job with it. I really do. I think so too. Okay, so we're getting ready to do the wrap up. Anything else? Oh, um, well, there were uh, you, you were asking about some projects. Mm -hmm. Uh. How much time have I got? Because I got, I do have one project. I we are not really beholden want. to a specific time. I like to keep it around oh. an hour, but you've got a little bit of time. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I want to wrap up real briefly when, when I was saying, like, I, I want to finish all the Zelda entries that I have not played. Okay. Uh, the ones I've got left, I'm working on Wind Waker right now, and it is so good. I, I, I can see why people, that like, that's their favorite game in the series because I missed Wind Waker, and I can see why people love that game. It is so cool, so good. So good. In fact, uh, later this afternoon, I'm, 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 you know, we're gonna be, we're gonna be doing that for sure. After that, I want to play Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks because okay. I've never played those, and I've, and I've got the, the consoles, but I have to stream them, so I figured out an emulation for that. And then, now I, I still haven't played like Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures and Triforce Heroes, but I'm kind of leaving those 
off to the side because I feel like they're they're separate. Plus, they're multiplayer based, uh, so it's kind of hard Swords, to do that. Uh, Four Swords Adventure on GameCube is not; you can play it single player. Ooh, then maybe I need to pick that one up too. Yes, you do. But uh, but the the one I really want to get done, and I know it's the one that's very polarizing to a lot of people, but um, I need to play Skyward Sword because that's the origin story. That's the first entry in the timeline. That's where it all started, and I have to get a Wii U to get that done. Yeah. Uh, but I am I am that that's going to be like eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna get to where I can play Skyward Sword, and and at that point I'll have said I can play all the entries in the series. And and that's the idea for me is I want to get caught up. I want to say you know if I'm a true Zelda fan I want to say yes I've played every entry. Makes sense. Um, but I also and here's kind of the big reveal. Uh, the big super secret project, if you will. Um, unknown availability and I, and of course I told you he's a very good friend. Um, we have a charity project that we are we have in the works right now. And I can't give you all the details because we're still trying to flesh everything out. But uh, the uh, a little bit of backstory. Of course, we're both, uh, and, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this because he's very open about it. Um, but, you know, we're both type 1 diabetics. We were both diagnosed as kids, as having type 1 diabetes. Um, it's it's a very, uh, it's, I don't want to say it's a crippling disease, but it kind of is in a way because you're basically, you're dependent on insulin for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your body can't make its own. So you have to, you have to give yourself injections in order to survive. Yeah. My I mean, and that's, that's, that's. Yeah, so so you know it's that's not an exaggeration. That's something that you have to you have to take this you know these injections to survive or you'll die. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just the long and short of it. Um, so what he and I are doing, we're both fans of the Zelda series. Um, we are going to do a playthrough, not of the entire series. We don't have quite the resources to do that, but we're going to pick a timeline. And we're going to play through it. I think we're going to end up doing the Heroes Downfall timeline. And we're going to play through that chronologically. And we're going to have like a casual race. Uh, Not that I stole the idea from them necessarily, although I borrowed certain aspects from it. But uh, two other friends of mine, uh, Seven Sins and uh, Background Guy 2 they have this, this annual event they do. It's called the Final Fantasy Fiesta, where they play through all the main titles in the series. Uh, FF1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 13, 2, and 15. Mm-hmm. And, and they just play through the whole series. It's like a two-month event, and they stream every day, eight hours a day. It's a massive undertaking. And, and it's a very profitable undertaking, and it's a lot of fun to watch. And they casually race each other, but they also they, they go by it's a casual friendly race they don't escape they don't run from battles they don't do glitches it's just it's a fun race in the spirit of the original game and i kind of want to do something like that with zelda we can't do a a a 1986 to 2018 19 whatever well i guess breath of the wild technically earlier than that but you get what i'm saying we can't do we, we it's so many entries that we just between the both of us we just we just don't have the time and resources right now to do a chronological playthrough from Zelda 1 up to Breath of the Wild. However, we are going to do a timeline playthrough. And the idea is that we're still fleshing it out, but we want to do a, a casual race with each other and and compete, but you know, friendly competition and play, you know, start at Skyward Sword, 
go up through, you know, Minish Cap, Ocarina of Time. Uh, then we'll start down the Downfall timeline and go with, you know, um, Link to the Past. I think Link's Awakening comes next. And then we've got uh, Oracle of Seasons and Ages is in there. Then you got Zelda 1, Zelda 2. Um, a Link Between Worlds is in there as well. And uh, finish it off with Breath of the Wild. And basically do a timeline playthrough going down one of the timelines. Uh, massive undertaking. And we've, we're still getting all the stuff put together. Like, I haven't even played uh, Skyward Sword yet. So I have to really get, get going on that. Uh, we're aiming for trying to have this around October, but we still haven't established a final date for it yet. Okay. But what we're going to do is we're going to play through it. We're going to try to casually race each other. At least that's the idea at this point. But we're also, any any donations that we get, like bits or you know just outright donations, um, half of all the proceeds are going to go to a type 1 diabetes charity that he and I are going to figure out which one we're going to don donate to. We would do all of the all the donations go to charity, but you know we do have costs we have to cover, like you know console purchases and and things like that. I mean, you know, it's, we we have to be able to cover those costs, but we definitely want to make sure that at least half the proceeds get donated to charity because that's the whole reason we're doing it is so that we can give something back and try to help other people that have type one diabetes. So that's 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 the idea. That's the big super secret project. I don't really have much information else I can give other than that right now, because like I said, we're still fleshing it out. But we want to do it, and we want to try to do it in October, because October is Diabetes Awareness Month for Type 1. Okay. So, we, yeah, it's a massive undertaking, and I hope that our schedules are going to allow us to follow through with it. I hope we don't have to push it back. If we do, we do, but, you know, that's that's the idea. That's our, that's our super secret project. That's the big reveal, is we're going to be, we're going to be running these games for charity. That sounds really and cool. And it's charity that's close to our hearts, you know. Yes, it's very cool. I'm very, I'm very excited to do it. That that's awesome. It reminds me of the um, years and years and years ago they had a Zelda thon a mm -hmm. long time ago. But I like it. That's that's a really good project, and I'm really happy to hear that you're doing it for charity. Right. It's like I said. You know, we're not going to do. A, we're not going to give 100 percent of the proceeds to charity. Just we have to, we do have certain costs we have to cover. But you know, at least half of the proceeds we are definitely going to be giving to charity, if not more. But uh, you know that's so, that's just one of those details we're we're still fleshing out right now because we still got to figure out like what we've got to get you know resource wise to be able to make this happen. So, but yeah, that's that's our big project. That's what we're working on. And I'm I'm very excited to get it going. You know, it's it's still you know nine ten months away, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm now, really excited. Now I gotta ask. And wrapping up, I gotta ask: Is this the first time you've announced it? Yep, the, this is the first World official first. announcement. I've kind of. I've kind of hinted at it, and I've said, you know, I've got a super secret Zelda project in the works. I've got a super secret project here. I think Unknown may have said like one or two things to his his stream, but not not any really big reveals. That's kind. Of, this is kind of the big reveal. This is where I'm going to be like, yep, cat's out of the bag, uh, or stream cat, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, that's this is this is the this is where we're like, no, nope, we're we're not we're keeping some parts of the secret only because we haven't finally you know finalized everything but yeah that's that's now when people ask me hey what's your project you're getting the works well this is it this is the one we're working on so it's not it's not really being kept totally under wraps anymore there you go well thank you for joining the podcast it was no thank it, you it was, uh, it was great interviewing you and everybody everybody needs to go check out his twitch and join the discord um i'll have the links down in the description down below as well 
But uh, thank you. Thank you for joining oh, me. Thank you. I, I had a blast talking with you about it. It's so nice to talk to somebody that shares a passion with you and to be able to share your passion with a lot of people. Like so that's it's addictive. Uh, and I say again, people that are out there that want to think about Twitch streaming, just do it. Amen. Just do it. It'll be okay. You'll be fine. But just do it. You you will be glad you did. Amen to that. Okay, so until next week, do not forget that we have we now have a Patreon that you can if you want to support the show. You all can go out and take a look at that. You get episodes uh, early for certain tiers and things like that. So go check that out. And until next week, I will talk to you all later. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time.